0: Welcome to uh, the most scuffed episode of Cinema so far, episode one hundred and two. We're finally in a recording, so that's good, and we can hear each other. Isn't oh, that, holy shit, that took forty minutes. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah, forty-six minutes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm Liam, and I'm joined with uh, I don't know, my fellow short king, uh, Jaden. You know, actually,
1: I, 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 I like that nickname. That's good.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah
1: okay It only cool. works because you said it you know Zach can't use that
0: though that yeah because yeah. brackets derogatory yeah um mm. yeah and today we're doing um a net... wait do I say the film already I don't know I can't remember how how we do this
1: oh, I, I don't remember either yeah, sure. I don't know I feel, I feel like Zach's changed it a bit recently because you know like he's abandoned like the old...
0: oh the revamp right
1: yeah I don't know yeah we're I reckon, I reckon sure. jump straight into the movie okay I know announcing it and stuff
0: um we're doing we're discussing a little netflix film called uh called windfall rated like 5.7 on imdb so not and 2.9 exactly,
1: on letterboxd
0: 2.9 yeah not exactly acclaimed but this little thing is um a covid movie i guess like it was shot in one location under covid conditions and there's only like four people in it and it's about this guy jason seagull seagull who basically robs this rich guy but then the rich guy and his wife come home uh, and the rich guy's Jesse plemons and etc and she's lily Collins and then, yeah what do you what do you think of the film jayden
1: what did i think of it uh, it's it's an interesting film um off the bat i really loved it it had that very classic vibe very hitchcockian in style in and, and the soundtrack and like the way the ca- the ca- the, the camera is right, it kind of invokes that kind of traditional mystery elements of that. It's very simple. It's not very advanced. You know, it's very 40s, 50s mystery-esque in that kind of way that that works. And I like how they, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm just reading into this wrong, but, you know, I, th- I think that's the vibe that went for. And I think they achieved it pretty well. This does feel like something that Hitchcock would direct in the modern day, um, but just to a lesser quality, I guess. I did like it. I loved where it started. I liked where it went, but I don't like where it ended up. But this isn't really an issue of me feeling like it didn't justify where it went or how it you know, I don't feel like there was some massive switch up, I just simply don't like how it ended. And like, but that's fine, you know. Sometimes that's just gonna happen. Um Yeah. What about you?
0: I totally agree with you on the score. It's very like old Hollywood. It actually reminded me a lot of Mank, which is itself like a replication of those films it was like 30s or 40s films or whatever like Susan Kane. although I don't remember this kind of score being in Susan Kane, but like yeah like I definitely you associate this kind of music the flutes and the brass with that that era but yeah I think this film is not as great as I as I thought it might have been on the first watch but I think it is a really good film I think it's pretty like quaint I guess as like an actual hostage it's really like pretty lame but like. I think there's, like, a thematic undertone that was, like, handled pretty well and it's actually, like, pretty consistent throughout, which is just, like, I guess the film is all about, like, just opportunities and, like, every kind of conversation is centred around that around that idea. Um, and, like, the wife character, Lily Collins kind of becomes the main character because of, like... Yeah, her opportunities that happens like in the story, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I like about it, as well as the vibe. Um, and yeah, the camera work does like service that too. Like the first shot, it's just like a one eighty of like the um, of like the uh, you know the intro to the house and stuff. Yeah, very suspense, very old suspense Hitchcock vibes. That's new as you said, very, very, like, mysterious. Um, I think Jesse Plemons as well is really great in this film. He's, like, a very subtle kind of – not exactly subtle, but he's an asshole without being, like, an evil guy, you know? What do you think of him?
1: I don't know. Like, just with him and the characters in general, like, I think they all gave good performances. I think they were were interesting enough, and I think they – I think they did have that little bit of nuance that they definitely needed to keep it engaging. So, like, I think they did a fine job there. I wouldn't say they're I, – I don't think they're standout characters or anything like that. I think they're going to really kind of sear themselves into my mind, nor will the film, really. But, like, um, you know, I think they serviced the film in what it was. You know, I, I didn't remain engaged through the characters. Like, that, that that wasn't what kind of kept me in. It was other stuff throughout the film, that, you know. It's like characters were good, yeah, but, like –
0: um. Not that good. Not
1: the best. Yeah.
0: Not that
1: good. But I'm guessing, like, this week's question is because of Jesse Plemons' character, right?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. I just think he's really great in the film because he's always, like, like, he's always confident even though he's in a hostage situation. Like, you can tell, like, his money gives him that confidence and he's kind of, like, trying to control everything even though... Like, it's very weird how like usually in this situation people would be scared, but because of like you know the hostages like because they're massive wealth that doesn't really appear until later until like you see um, Jason's character, which is he's just called nobody I think in the in the cast. I um, like none of the characters
1: have an actual name, right? I think it's just yeah. I think it's nobody the The guy is Jesse Clemens or the CEO or something like that.
0: Um, oh, yeah. And then Collins like is just the
1: wife and then the gardener, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, but, like, only until you see him consider having to kill them, like, seriously later because the gardener was killed, pretty funnily, like, pretty, like, accidentally, Um, is when they actually care, I guess. But, like, yeah, throughout the film they're pretty, like, or Jesse Plemons' character, the rich guy, is pretty just, you know, resistant to him and like openly judgmental of him and just not caring, I guess, which is very, um very strange. But I think like it makes sense, you know, because mm-hmm. of just how powerful he is. I guess Richie is.
1: I kind of like. I think that that might be like the reason for that dynamic that they have, but like. Really in the film, I just thought they had that kind of going because that's the tone that they wanted to establish. This. I thought it was going to be like, I was expecting the film to be a lot more like a dark comedy than what it was. You know, it wasn't really, it didn't feel like that at all. It just felt like a suspense mystery type thing, but I was expecting something more along the lines of going back to Hitchcock. Um, I forgot the name of the film now. The, 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 the Trouble with Harry, I think it is, where it's like one of like his more comedic films while it's still a very dark, like, you know, like suspense tale. So I was expecting something like that, something with a bit more, not necessarily like like you know like joke humor, but like you know kind of witty, comical, kind of whimsical type shit that just like happens and just you know is part of the vibe of this kind of film, because that kind of relationship they established early on of just this very casual rapport with the hostage and you know the and 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 Segal, I thought that was all building to that, but they kind of don't really like um. They don't really capitalize on it, so it's kind of left in this in-between stage where it feels like it's meant, for me at least, it feels like it's meant to be that, but then like it's just it just holds back from it and it it lives it in this odd place. Yeah, because like that gardener's death, for example, like you know you said it's you know it's, it's a bit comical in the way he just runs, trips and falls and stabs it on glass. Like yeah, it is that bit comical, but I don't feel like it entirely works because it doesn't feel like the film entirely leans into that. And I'm not saying it has to be you know laugh out loud funny or it has to be you know it's kind of modern humor or anything like that i just expect it to be a bit more i don't know, you know yeah
0: you know you can't, yeah. You, yeah so you think like it's kind of half baked the film or like the, the the tone is like not fully like with you or like interesting i guess
1: yeah along those lines
0: yeah i think yeah i get that
1: um Cause I, like, I I don't I don't think I saw a trailer for this, but I think I saw like you know like when you hover over it on Netflix, it kind of like shows like that little bit of like a clip, mm. or whatever. I'm pretty sure when, when that uh, like when when before this came out or like when that happened, I swear I remember like it having that tone. So I was expecting it to embody that a bit more, but you know that's my fault really for creating expectations. So
0: you know, yeah, I told you a full jam what the hell. Why can't you mm. enjoy a bit this movie's is actually pretty hard to talk about now that I think about it.
1: Um, <laughs> I'll throw really something at you. Why is okay. it Why is it called Windfall? What is Windfall?
0: Why is it called Windfall? Hmm. I don't know, but I, I like the title. I think it's cool. Mm, I do too, yeah. Yeah, Windfall. Isn't it just like Downfall kind of? I don't know, like... I guess you could relate that to Clemens, but I don't know. All right, it's not that
1: either. Yeah, I've I've no idea. I reckon it's probably like the name of the ranch or like something to do with like the series oh, yeah. life that we yeah. don't know. It'd be like the the algorithm he created or some shit, but like it's just not revealed to us.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Do you like I Jesse Clemens? Like, uh, do I
1: like Jesse Clemens as a whole?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I do. I really like it. Game Night. No- you see, He's in Game Night, right?
0: Oh yeah, he's hilarious in Game Night. Yeah,
1: I really like him in that. Yeah, I think that's what kind of what started me on him, and then obviously mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking of ending things and shit like that. Empower of the Dog.
0: Yeah, I was talking about like last night, but like he's in like, like two Netflix things a year or one Netflix. Like he's gonna be, we're gonna see him more on Netflix probably. Yeah, this year, is
1: so. third Netflix film I've seen.
0: All right, yeah, I think so he it was like have,
1: five. Yeah, he must have signed like because he's in, in the Irishman
0: as well. And he's in. Oh, is he? Oh, well, he's in Fargo, but that's um, that's, um, that's FX originally, I think. But that's on Netflix as well.
1: El Camino is a Netflix film as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that was, I think that was the other one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because he was in Breaking Bad in last season.
1: Oh, actually, that's news. But do you, I don't know if you talked about it last week because I don't know when it came out. Um, old Mate. Oh, from, is Breaking Bad news? Yeah, they're going to be in Better Call Soul.
0: Oh, they're going to be in there. Actually, I think yeah. I saw an article like that. It was it was like kind of wasn't it speculation? Was it speculation? Because
1: yeah. I thought I thought it was like an actual report. I don't know we'll, we'll cover uh, it I, in news, I guess. I think it. I think <laughs>
0: it was like. I think they're speculating whether or not um, the Breaking Bad characters will be in or like, Soul because it's the last uh season or it's like, part two of the last season or something. I think, we're just coming out on Tuesday.
1: But no, back to Jesse Flemons. Yeah, no, I really, I, I think he's quite a good actor. Um. I, I take yeah. it you have some affinity for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he's great. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to see him in like like these really like uh, accessible things, in like at least t- twice a year or something like these Netflix projects. That he's has been really been really good. So he chooses his uh, stuff well, I guess. Wait, was he Kirsten Dunst with Kirsten Dunst and Fargo? i haven't Probably seen the know. tv series no oh, i haven't seen season two but i've seen the other ones season one three. yeah, yeah.
1: is it anth- is it is it like an anthology
0: series like that i yeah, know it yeah. follows
1: a, I know it follows like a bit different characters but is it like completely like disconnected or is it
0: oh from the actual movie um
1: no not from the actual movie like like is each series so disconnected series. or is it the same story that just follows different characters you know it's like the same storyline
0: no, I think it's like almost completely different because season. sorry season one, is um, man. They find the
1: cash, right? He finds the cash that they buried. Oh
0: yeah, I think it's connected. Yeah, it's connected. To, it's connected to the movie. At least the third season is with Aaron McGregor, like the twins. Hmm. I don't know. No, I think that's the third season. Yeah.
1: You can tell how much we have to talk about this film because we're talking about <laughs> Fargo. Yeah, yeah. You've watched this twice now, which, which surpri- I, I was surprised that you watched it last night. What, yeah, well, what, I wasn't going to Why did you part. think it was, like, Like, what was it that pulled it to you so much the first time, do you think? Was it that first thing you mentioned about, like, the its dialogue about opportunity, and you just, like, kind of thought that was really great, and you were like, what, what, what was it that drew you to it so much? Yeah.
0: Like, that's kind of... I think the film, like almost every scene is like talking about that because like like even Clemens is like kind of like arsehole ish monologues about like um you know how he took every opportunity, and everyone else is just lazy and stuff like that, like even though mm-hmm. even those sections are about that, but like in terms of you know the robber, he took the opportunity to take the house um while they were away and then the gardener tried to he tried to make a project for himself um he he took the opportunity to like talk to Clements because he was there and then in the end it becomes about the wife's opportunity because she kind of is in this relationship that she doesn't like even though she's like married to a billionaire so she just takes the opportunity to kill him you know and now. She'll probably like inherit that money and just be good because like she took advantage of that you know that one moment, so like it was pretty uh internally like satisfying the first time like seeing it all come to come to that ending, but like this time I was like I was watching it with um someone else and my aunt, and she kind of like predicted. Uh like what would happen there, and so I kind of felt it was like more cliche movieish than I might have thought, but I still like, think it's at I what point you like, should predict it oh like the her shooting the husband, yeah she, I was was like yeah. she was like he's gonna shoot him, yeah,
1: I was expecting that too,
0: yeah, but like I wonder like if you expect that because it's like a cliche thing or because like the movie like successfully leads you. You know, to that point,
1: I, I I think it's a I think it's probably both.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. I, don't know. I think I think they set the seeds well enough for her to like that they, they show her clear disdain for him, and like when Sigal Sigal Seagull, whatever Seagal? when when he reveals to Plemons you know that she's got the birth control pills she probably feels like some kind of danger she she's probably she's really worried about like some kind of retribution from him so he, that's probably like the final thing that tips her over or something like that you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you know, like revenge. I guess yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think of that, but I guess that's true. Well,
1: that's like that's kind of like a through line that they established from the start, you know, like
0: the birth control. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because he wants a kid, and then the birth control shows that she doesn't want like want to have one with him or whatever. She doesn't want like some kind of emotional tie to him. So you know, like in terms of like the 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 that's why I said like I like where it goes. And because it, it leads you there well, but I don't like that it ended up there, you know, because I just I, I don't know, I just felt like personally to me it wasn't entirely satisfying, although it establishes it well. Because that's just I don't know, just a feeling. Mm.
0: Well, like, yeah, so like she also he's also like, Oh, so you'll take time off like your work once you have a kid there, and she was like kind of resistant to that. So that feels like another reason why she doesn't want to. Have a kid like she doesn't want to just, you know, become the the caretaker or whatever under his like control. She kind of wants to do a bit of her own thing, I guess.
1: But yeah, well that's also reflected through like the tattoo because she was talking about how she likes the tattoo and whatever, but mm-hmm. like he forced it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't force her to to take it off. But like you know, he kind of belittled her to the point where she got it,
0: you know, removed. Removed. Yeah.
1: I, I i do quite like the tone at the start like we're saying because it does feel that bit more whimsical but it kind of you know it just it just feels like it evaporates a bit you know like that 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 chase scene through the orange orchid or whatever the hell it is is really funny not funny but you know it's you know it's it's, it's that kind of tone i was expecting to carry out but then you know as shit happens loses not it? so much yeah <laughs> who do you think Saga's character was?
0: um who do i think he was
1: yeah like do you think he was just some random nobody that got scorned by him do you think do you buy into his story at the end that he he wanted to experience what he was like or some shit yeah. who do you think it was
0: i think like if he was some way like like heard by clemens in some way like he would have said that at the end when he kind of like comes out with everything you know what i mean mm. so it feels like he's telling the truth that he's just like you know, he's kind of down on his luck, but not necessarily related to anything with Clemens or his, like, company or anything. He's just, you know, he's a nobody. Yeah. So what did you do yesterday, Jaden? Um,
1: what did you do yesterday? Oh, your good Friday? Uh, yeah. well, Orthodox, uh, which is uh, Easter is a few weeks away, so my good
0: Friday is pretty, Oh,
1: right. Uh, but, I mean, you still get the day off and so, stuff. Um, I still get the day off, yeah
0: stuff activities i spent
1: yeah. it writing an essay and rewatching watching doctor who so
0: yeah
1: is that your highlight of the week do- doctor Who? probably is gonna be yeah just chat a bit about it we'll just go to that right now
0: yeah mm.
1: nah, we, we, we need to feel like at least at least 30 minutes on this movie oh, yeah. you know yeah. I right. do you think it was like a, a competent film like do you think that charlie mcdowell i believe is his name do you think he directed a,
0: a, a, a confident product? Yeah, I mean the camera work is Yeah, it kind of does evaporate. But like earlier on it is, as you said, like very like a mixture of like suspense and like whimsical. Like it's very like the score has a mystery to it as well, but um Yeah, he's good. He it was good. it was, it was, uh, it was good direction was I certainly feel
1: like it was lacking I, I I think it was I think it was well put together but it, it, I don't think it was as strong as it could have been maybe that is just the the restrictions of the way it was produced but um, mm. you know for you I, I guess it's kind of trading over the same ground but I just I kind of want to ask is is what kept you what kept you engaged with the film was it the characters was it the dialogue was it the thematic choices like what what was it that that drew you in so much
0: um i think it's also like the the character dynamics between like like nobody realizing the tension like picking up the tension in their relationship and like the way the way that they bicker like the couple like is really great It's really interesting there's like an there's like obvious like kind of hatred there almost between like both of them um so it's kind of funny to witness you know this guy who's taking them hostage like finding that funny and also like i think it, it's like weird really unique as a hostage field just because like i think you can tell and i think the wife even says this that like he doesn't really he had the vibe that he doesn't really want to do any of this. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. He doesn't want to kill anyone or anything, but he's kind of no, forced into into the situation. Yeah. He was happy yeah. to
1: take five grand and run away, you know? He was
0: Yeah, and then he sees the He sees the camera. So it's kind of like mm. It kind of feels like Fargo. Like it kind of feels like um very like circumstantial, like random. Yeah. It feels like You know, he did this one wrong thing, which was come to the place and try to rob some money, but then he just keeps getting looped into it, like, further and further, until finally he actually, like, invests himself when he sits down at the end with Clemens and, like, you know, rants at him. And then that's kind of what gets him killed, because it allows uh, the wife to hit him in the head.
1: That's kind of what makes you doubt the motive, isn't it? Because, like... Because personally, for me, what what engaged me was his mystery. It was who is this man? What what you know? And why did he choose this house? You know, like wh- all the things that Clemens was asking. But like at the end, he says, "I want to see you. I want to see how you lived." And then you know he talks about how it was such a letdown seeing how pathetic he was. But he wasn't. I mean, I guess he could have just gained that from just seeing the house and what, like the surrounding. It, I guess, but like you know, he wasn't intending to actually see he wasn't intending to witness Plemons he wasn't intending to like see his actual character which he just wanted to see you know so like that's why like at the end when he confesses oh, right. to him it, it kind of felt ingenuine it felt like he was just another throw off for
0: you know alright because it wasn't his like intention to for them to arrive and stuff
1: yeah it. I. you know, so like that's I don't
0: know yeah well I don't know yeah he says like he wants to see how he lives and then he saw him and then he realized he was like sucked so I guess yeah. you could see that as, like, he just wanted to see his lifestyle, but then, yeah, it, it, there yeah. was, like, another lay added to it once he, like, realised that he was an ass, I guess. And It's short, too, which is good.
1: Yeah, but that's also another thing that you could criticise it for, because I saw another thing it's saying, like, COVID gave people the excuse to make feature-length films out of short-story-worthy, you know, kind of treatments. Which I feel like isn't is, is, isn't really a fair criticism because you can say about that about most products, but I I do like it is short. But I I, I still think and I, it's it's funny because it's short and I don't think the movie has any fat on it. But I just think due to its kind of formatting, it kind of does lose you a bit. I don't know. Just in, I think I think the timeline they establish is too ambitious for the film. You know, in trying to extend this hostage situation to you know, the evening after that. you know, the initial inception is just kind of, I think they could have afforded to shorten it and kind of keep it a bit more
0: intense. Yeah, I I, I actually, like, prefer, like, I really like real time, like, movies that are set in, like, thrillers and action movies that are set in real time, like, kind of how Reservoir Dogs is, just in that one shed, like, one location there. Even though they cut yeah. back and forth, like that that section is like real time. Cause it like it allows you to make a short movie. Like a ninety minute movie. It still has a lot of tension because you're not loosening it by like, you know, yeah, expanding it through a couple of days. Because that that allows characters to kind of breathe, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um The thing is I don't think they needed to Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really needed to the characters could have you could have conveyed everything you wanted to within this shortest span of time. Personally, I believe. I just think yeah. it would have made the product that bit yeah. tighter, that bit
0: more engaging. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I think I did think it was great. I don't think it's a great film, but like I enjoy it for what it is. If it was like a bit better, people would re- start to recognize it. But it just kind of um, wasn't quite there. For, like for me, think, it was. But like, yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's like a, kind of the unfortunate thing because like. I think this film is going to largely be forgotten. And if it wasn't for the cast, I think it would be entirely forgotten. Oh, I think
0: it's already, like, forgotten.
1: Yeah. Because, like, into Netflix and then... That's why, like, I think had they nailed the tone, had they either chosen to embody that whimsical aspect a bit more, it could have been, like, a great Sunday movie, or had they chose to go that bit more darker, it could have just been, you know, a thriller that is a bit more potent on the mind. So, like... But because it kind of ends up in this limber state, I reckon it is just going to kind of fade. And, I, you know, it already has faded quite significantly, but, like, you know, I think it's going to go further.
0: Like, as a suspense movie, it feels, like, very quaint. Like, it's not... It doesn't commit strongly to any turn, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I still think the thematic thing is, like, there and kind of strong, but... Did you... What did you think of any of that, like, the themes? Or did you pick up on... An- yeah. I didn't really
1: pick it up. I didn't really pick up on it, Um but when you said it, I think it made a, it made a lot of sense. And I was like, okay, that that's you know that's very fair. and It's very. It. It. it I think it definitely adds to the product because mm. you know when you boil it down, you know you're 100 right. It is. All, it's all about opportunities that they take, and the opportunities that they don't take. When the film wants to be tense, particularly towards the end when he closes those curtains, it does become very very tense. So it does that really well. Um
0: yeah, I think, like, yeah. when the gardener, like, when Plemons, like, writes down the, like, colonel um, on the gardener, and he kind of looks over, that scene's really tense, and, like, he's, like, chases after the, um, chases after him. Mm. Um, stuff like that's really good.
1: Four people wrote it. That's, uh, that's interesting. Oh,
0: yeah? I it's think the, the director
1: Yeah, the, uh, the director. Well, oh, the guy wrote Seven as well. Oh, yeah? That's yeah, The writer of Seven worked in this movie. I moment. actually
0: really it's, dislike the other film, the other Netflix film that this guy made. The Discovery. Jason Segel, yeah, The Discovery. I just remember that being awesome, but um, maybe improved, I guess. People improve.
1: It's better reviewed than
0: this one, slightly. Is it? Yeah, from yeah. now well, we've been talking about it, and I've been kind of getting more negative, but then I just looked at it, like, I looked at, like, the poster, and then I just had this feeling like, oh, I love this film, you know, but I know I don't, <laughs> like, love it, but, like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's, I'm it's kind of like a,
1: it. it's a bit like a nostalgia bait, you know, and, and it tries to convince you that
0: it's Substance better than it yeah, is, I guess, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: I feel like I've spoken about it kind of neutrally and maybe maybe even negative but like I I should probably say that I do like this film perhaps not as much as you but like it like my my my, my perception of
0: it is positive hmm okay Well, should we get to I think we're done let's get to um the verdicts. what is your verdict Jaden for Winterfall?
1: big six from me um, big six big six yeah I think because it's, it's a movie that plays to a lot of things that I like but once again like it just doesn't fully commit to them fully expand fully you know develop and Mm. you know perhaps it even does but like it's like i said i just uh um love where it starts likes where it grows, hate don't like where it ends so like it's just you know it lands at that six okay Um,
0: cool i probably shouldn't i don't know if this is a film to rewatch but um (laughs) i'll give it a seven like I kind of agree with, like, all the criticisms for it. I think it's a little... Like, this could easily just be, like, a like, dull four in my mind, but there's just something about it that I can't... Like, I cannot, like, shake, you know? I just mm. like something about it that I can't um, get rid of. So I'll give it a seven. Hopefully one day it'll leave my mind, but not, not I reckon.
1: I can give it a few years, and it might be looked upon... A bit more positively. I don't think it's going to become like a cult classic or anything like that, but I think it might be. I reckon, give it time, and it might be perceived a bit better.
0: Yeah, maybe. It definitely has a unique vibe, and it tries something that uh, it tries something I haven't really seen. I guess I think it takes a shot at something interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Enough about Windfall. This movie too hard to discuss, man. <laughs> new shirt? Do we have any new shirt? Not really. I mean, really awesome, well, I guess.
1: So, like, going. I just searched up that better call, Saw News, and Rolling Stone and a few other places, um, and GQ and stuff like that, they're saying that, you know, it confirms the return of Breaking Bad duo for the final season, so I guess. I don't know oh, whether I, you want to believe that.
0: Well, unfortunately, uh, um, our better call Soul Resident is uh, not here with us today, so... You can't haven't you seen it as one. well? No, I haven't seen it.
1: No? You've only seen Breaking Bad?
0: Yeah. I've seen Breaking okay. Bad. I think I think he might have already, Malt might already have been there a little bit, though. Medical Soul. Might have just like snippets. Well, that wouldn't make sense, though, because isn't he like, it's before, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, just show as a teacher. Oh, no,
1: the Bell. Medical Soul Twitter account literally tweeted out a picture of them, so like it is all it is confirmed. Yeah, okay.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you should watch um, Breaking Bad that, Jordan. It's
1: yeah, cool. it's something that's I just keep on putting off. I mean, like, you know, rewatching Doctor Who now, so that's like 13 seasons. It's like,
0: ah. Uh, oh, you're going to like the old and the old ones.
1: Like 2005 is where I'm starting. Oh, that's
0: still 13 uh, seasons. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah.
1: God, yeah, I'm not watching Classic Who. Actually, it's a bore. Yeah. I've seen Dude. like a few arcs from a few Doctors and like, it's just people running around in fields, man oh yeah not that much changes really because you know
0: what does yeah. like the fandom think like do people admire the old ones or is it like um, a minority
1: amongst like people my age no not really okay but like you know the people that grew up with classic who um they definitely still hold on to it and still you know like it quite a lot but I think it's definitely it's it's a product of its time, really. It's it's a lot harder. Like if you look at it, in terms of like pure quality of television, you know, classic Doctor Who is just not there.
0: Mm, um, yeah, it does look very dull. Like this, like just the sweaters, bro. It, like <laughs> it looks very just boring, yeah. Uncle kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Um. Was there any other news? I, th- I swear, we 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 there was another story that you brought up.
0: The Brie Lawson. The Fast
1: Ten. Oh yeah, true. There's that Brie Larson is going to appear in Fast and Furious Ten, which Vin Diesel announced on his Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, this could be massive least... for the
1: franchise, but it could also be shit. I mean, like we've seen how they use talent in the past.
0: I don't know. Vin, if Vin- they no, if, if they take Vin- a, a, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was just <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel's Instagram is like confirmed. You know, it's basically yeah, yeah. Hollywood reporter. Anyway, kick on. You go.
1: If they choose to, like, capitalize on her and, like, they treat her as a, like, you know, I'm not saying they should because, you know, it's 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 not what Fast and Furious is. Fast and Furious isn't a serious product, so they, don't absolutely, they absolutely don't need to to make a good product. You know, if she is just, like, another kind of colorful villain or character to add to the cast, then great. But, like, if they choose to capitalize on her talents and, like, her ability, like, to draw, like, a critical crowd, they could make a genuinely good not genuinely like uh, that's discrediting the previous ones, but you know they could make a they could do what Mission Impossible Four did for Mission Impossible and creating this like proper great you know action film. Yeah, okay. you know. hmm. yeah. So that's exciting news, I guess. Yeah. For me, I
0: guess all for me to be seen.
1: People that have but, seen the um, other ten Fast and Furious films.
0: Actually, there was a piece of news that might be kind of relevant. Um, so Secrets of Dumbledore has the lowest. Box Office of the Fantastic Beasts movies, which might not be surprising, I guess. But also, I don't think Morbius... Did Morbius get a lot of attention? Because I know, like, we didn't... none of We didn't, or none of our friends, like, I don't think, wanted to see these two films, which is pretty... It's not crazy, but, like, it's kind of strange, you know, that there are these big films that haven't been paid much attention to, it seems like.
1: I have zero interest in watching more in the theatres.
0: Yeah, same, same.
1: I reckon in saying this, Spooky's probably going to message the chat and be like, yeah, we're going to do it now. Um, Let's hope not. (laughs) I think (laughs) it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll watch it when it comes to a streaming service, um, but I'm not going to watch it um, in theatres. Seekers because of Dumbledore, on the other hand, I do want to watch... I rewatched Fantastic Beasts earlier this week, and I re the second one, Serenian. And I do want to watch... Secrets of Dumbledore, because I love Harry Potter, and any time spent in the Harry Potter world is time well spent, even though they're shit products. But you know,
0: yeah.
1: What well, like what do what do you have you seen both Fantastic Beast films?
0: Yeah, I think so. yeah I have. I don't know, they're okay.
1: Yeah, you see, I think back. the first one's a, a solid enough product. Um,
0: yeah, definitely watchable. Isn't Colin Farrell? He's not yeah, not he? Yeah, he's really yeah.
1: good. I just remember the second one. Just when watching it, I just thought it was like an incoherent piece of shit. It it, it I it just lost me everywhere it went. Um, so I'm keen to rewatch that and see how much of that was just me not paying attention if it was actually just a crap product, but we'll see.
0: And um, then I'll message
1: the chat saying we should all go watch Secrets of Dumbledore.
0: Oh yeah, pull us
1: in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I might be interested in that. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the series, but... We'll see. I do like oh, Harry that's... Potter
1: or Fantastic Beasts.
0: Oh, Fantastic Beasts, I mean, but like, okay. I do like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> have I passed the test, chain? um, mm. I do like that. What's his name? Is he gonna play Grindelwald now.
1: Mads uh, Mifelson.
0: Mads Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. The second one isn't great. Yeah.
1: No, I think it was just strange because I think um Zach actually disagrees. I think Zach thinks the second one's better than the first one, which is just fucking nuts. But you know, I'm not going to speak for him in case I'm putting words in his mouth. But I think that's what he thinks.
0: Yeah, that's really what he thinks. What the hell, Zach? Yeah. And Sophia.
1: Um, I, forgo- I I forgot to read the comments of the YouTube because Zach actually did put in a little review for Windfall,
0: so I guess we should touch that now oh, yeah. before we move on any further. Yeah. I've got it here if you want me to read it. Yeah. Um so circaz wrote a review. Um I kinda liked Windfall. It wasn't consistently engaging due to it having shot during COVID vibes in bracket in quotation marks to me. Mostly slow and small scale, but the performances were solid, Jesse Plemons specific especially and it was a surprising watch. The premise was sort of goofy, and I certainly did not expect Lily Collins to walk away literally as the character with the main arc capitalized. Six out of ten. They're moving into highlights now. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. What, was, what was yours? What was your highlight?
1: Um my highlight of the week has been mentioned twice already, which was uh rewatching Doctor Who. Um <laughs> apparently the first season, um, which is just of the ninth Doctor. Um Philosophy. I don't know why I really started. I think I was I was gonna just go back and watch some of, like my favorite episodes of the New Who, but um, but I was like, nah, fuck it, we'll just commit to the full thing, and it was a great decision. I forgot how like I think in this in this early era of the New Who, especially, I think it persists throughout most of you know the reboot. But I think especially in this in in, in the early days, there's quite a lot of like really good like genuinely good and poignant like dialogue and conversations and kind of things that helped her out um and they sparkle it they, they sparkle they sprinkle it through really well the, the 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 mystery they established for the first season is really great um the characters are fantastic like genuinely fantastic you know like when they reboot when they rebooted it they kind of rewrote a lot of kind of lore and they shifted it, and I think everything they did works fantastically. Um, and the the new approach they had to it is is really great. It's really strange because, like, I feel like someone that doesn't like Doctor Who really won't, like, you know, you can't force someone to watch Doctor Who and say, look how good this is. Cause, like, they, I just don't think they'd, they'd appreciate it. You either like it or you don't. Because, like, if I was to show this to you or Zach, I don't think you'd appreciate it. But, like, it's well, like, liked- to, to me,
0: yeah, I like, like you've seen been. a few
1: episodes, right? You've seen like a few arcs here and there.
0: Well, I used to be like actually like used to be my favorite. Sure, I did did it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, well, then, like I, um, I, yeah, Matt, well, Matt Smith and the one previous to him, I guess, I might
1: David Tennant. ones
0: that, David Tennant. Yeah, like I watched all yeah. their episodes.
1: Yeah. Ah, okay, perfect. All right, so I guess in Zach's case, you know, I can't, I can't force him to sit through the first season and say, look how good this is, because I just don't think the charm will be there for him, and he won't, you know get it um okay but like there are just some genuinely like brilliant moments um like some of my favorite moments of tv come from this show um and not just isn't like a kind of campy fun way in like a genuinely like great product type way
0: yeah the whole oh like from from the crack in the wall from that thing to like the paradox with, like, with the astronaut and stuff. Yeah. That's, like, my favorite run. That's, like, the thing that I was really into back in so the day. So that's the
1: first episode of Season 5 to the second episode of Season 6.
0: Yeah, maybe just, yeah, maybe just Season 5 then. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, those two doctors specifically. Actually, you reminded me, like, I'm really pissed now because I used to have, like, a Dalek. You used to have, like, a, like a pop figure Dalek, but, like, not a pop figure, but, like, a proper, like, thing, like, proper, like, mm-hmm. plastic one. And I don't know where that is, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pissed. What, um, yeah, that's good. Cool. What's your highlight of the week? It's my highlight? Oh, I yeah. also watched All of Doctor Who. I yeah. oh, did you That's that's nutty, yeah. That's just, yeah, it's coincidental. Mm. No, but like is it on SPS or It's on Stan. Stan, oh okay, that's yeah. awesome. I might actually re it. But yeah, my highlight uh was a uh, Red Rocket. Oh, um, yeah, I finished my assignment at eleven fifty eight. J'arrive fifty nine. You know. Last two hours just full focus, you know? Just mm-hmm. not just not even like you know, especially like crazy, like frantic focus, just like just normal focus, like looking at the screen for two hours. Just timing. Yeah. yeah. Like just complete um surrounded like complete Just zoomed in. Um but yeah, I finished that and then like, I, I was like, oh, let's watch Red Rocket. So I watched Red Rocket. Like, I rented it. It was very great. Um, it's really... So he's by Sean Baker. He's really great. Um, It's about this male porn star who comes back to his roots, Texan roots, comes back to his hometown. Texas It's this really kind of, like, empty kind of place, this desolate place. Um, And he kind of, like, schemes his way through everything, like... He comes back to his, like, wife's house, or ex-wife's, well, still married, but ex-wife's house, and, like, um, stays there and tries to, like, you know, kind of manip- manipulates them or, like, charms them into him staying there. And then what else? He just gets up to all sorts. He, like, um, oh, he starts selling like, drugs with his old, like, this crew, this, like, gang or whatever. And then he tries to, like get with, like, a like a 17-year-old, I guess, and the whole film is just, like, him just being, like, an ass, being crazy, and but it never, like – Like, I was expecting a moment in the film where, you know, all of his behavior would get called out, and that never – that, like, never happens. That's really weird, but, yeah, it's awesome. It's, like, really funny, and it's really – just like specific to this like one place, like I think there's only three. There's like three main actors, and then a lot of them are just people that like live in this area, like they're normal people who don't have any acting experience. Um, oh, yeah, and it's really
1: isn't like the main authentic.
0: guy. Isn't he an actual porn star as well? I don't. No, I think he's in. He was in the the scary movies. Oh, so he? he's an he, he's an actor. Because oh, I, I thought um, I saw something saying he was an actual porn star. Oh, he might have been. That feels like it could be true. Oh, he's just like the scummiest guy. But it's so <laughs> the movie is so funny. It's so just like energetic and like yeah. I don't know. It, it reuses this uh you know the N sync song "Bye Bye Bye," and mm. it like repurposes it in like f- like interesting ways. Um, and it kind of becomes like really like it's a really dark movie because like. Um, he's doing all sorts of mess up stuff but like um, it's also just really like light at the same time so it's like yeah it's a great it's a great vibe I guess and yeah I think it's like super rewatchable as well but my rental expired so I can't really I guess I'll buy it but um yeah I'd really recommend it I think him as well I guess it's kind of like a character study-ish on him he's kind of like he's narcissistic but he's kind of a bit Lacking in like empathy and stuff, and he's like kind of, he kind of like acts like a goofball, and that's kind of like, he acts like the goofball underdog, and that's kind of, a little bit of why you're able to actually like stand him for a bit, because like, it's easy to like root underdog, characters, but like that's just whole a part of whole his like whole like, persona to get by and do all this like all the crazy stuff he does. I guess, um but yeah, it's really great. It's really great film. Does it? I recommend it.
1: Like, I haven't seen Sean Baker's films yet, but like, I imagine them like feeling like a very mundane experience. Like, kind of, like, is that right? Like, mundane. they feel very human. I guess they feel very ordinary. Not that they're ordinary, like, in terms of quality, but like, in terms of like the vibe he projects of, like, the, like, the setting. Like, they feel very, like, normal. Not normal, but like, they feel very, like, I guess, I guess normal, but, like, realistic and normal. Like, is, like, that's kind of what he does, right?
0: Um, I think he, like, displays like quirky settings more but like not like characters like like how they should within those settings, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's not like it's not really like a quirky indie there's not it's not like quirky indie like character development films or something. It's just more kind of like portrayals of uh like weird cultures and places and stuff. Or like American, you know subculture American places. Mm. uh. Yeah. What is next? Um
1: We uh hand the show over to the audience.
0: This is a part of, part of the show where we do that. Um so yeah, last week's question, big one, was um Oh yeah, what is your favorite Rich Arshole? What is your favorite Rich asshole character? I guess I'll go I'll go to Andy's because it's the longest first. Um and he said
1: just don't read out like all the backstory. I mean like come on.
0: <laughs> don't read the whole thing.
1: Yeah, just like just say the answer.
0: Okay, uh he said Jamey King from the uh you know, what's it? Crystal. Lily, something? Lily? What's yeah. Crystal? yeah, yeah, the Crystal Lee show. Jamais. Um she's my favourite. Her family is rich, so I assume she's rich too.
1: That's a great yeah, answer, by the yeah. way. It's uh yeah? Probably the best one put in by the audience.
0: Damn, Andy, you got the silo approval there. It is a good answer. I do like Jeremy. Um Oh, will just got more of this, though? But the worst acting performance of a rich A. Blah, 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 is that boring American Electric villain in Johnny English Strikes Again, the third film. I hate those movies. I don't have much what? to say what? about this character, slash acting, but it's Disney Original Channel Tier, and it's utter trash. Jake Lacey is the guy that plays him. I don't know who this. I think I've seen the third one, but I really dislike the first one. So that I won't say it see that. B- oh, they trash dude, Mr. B- I love, I, like. I
1: love John English, and I specifically love the third one. I went to see it in the like, like we, like me and a bunch of the of uh, our friends went to see it in, in the movies, and I genuinely laughed out loud. I genuinely laughed <laughs> very hard at it. It is quality. Um, and John English. Like I'm going to yeah. nominate that as our next uh, film series to do.
0: Oh, God. Maybe I'll like it. I don't know. It's been a while. But, yeah, we had more answers to the questions. So let's, not get, let's not get distracted with Johnny English. It's not worth it. Um, so, <laughs> Kaz said, Favourite rich Osel is in fiction is Papa Sheave Palpatine. He is the Senate. He loves democracy. Rise of Skywalker fans he was slapped pink cheeks. And, you know, he had a shitload of coin. With the Empire's crazy taxes. Oh yeah, because he's like the top, so I guess he, like, you know, gets that money somehow. Yeah.
1: I mean, you you don't build two two Death Stars with no money, you know? Where's that come Two from? Death Stars?
0: What about like 50 million, like, cloned, you know, the ships and Red Scout? Remember Remember when that happened?
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just proven as well. I reckon he probably solely funded that,
0: Um, you know, he's just that rich. I guess he'd be like the richest guy. Out there. Yeah, all that authoritarianism. Um, Luke question. I can't remember the name, but there was some rich guy in Homeland 2 who had a quick cameo. So g- glad that guy's not real. Imagine if he was president one day. That that'll be crazy. You know, actually, in, uh, in Red Rocket, Red Rocket is set in 2016, and they have Trump in the background, Um, like giving like election speeches and stuff. It's like an interesting detail. Um, But yeah, I don't know who that is, but that's crazy. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, there was some discussion about ice cream. Nice ice cream, he said. Luke said. Uh, Cinema Effect asked, what's your favorite spooky? We all asked him that. And then Luke said, cooking crew for sure. Not sure what Liam's on about. I actually signed
1: off on that comment, so don't associate it with me.
0: Oh, Oh. but it says Cinema Effect, Joan.
1: It's yeah, I, I don't know what's happening there. This is we're, we're being overthrown. Okay,
0: I guess Zach. Zach is yeah. Zach said what's your favorite spooky? Um, cooking cream. Oh, I like instead of this in the middle. Luke said he's definitely a smart Hulk guy. Um, to Zach. Mm. But back to the discussion. Andy said I'm also not sure what Liam is on about with vanilla Coke exclamation mark It's a refreshing, enlightening drink. Enlightening. That is quite exaggerated quite a quite a big word makes you feel like you're in 1970s 1770s Paris I know right imagine imagine that just tr- trash like vanilla coke like in one of those classical European you know time periods what do you think of what's your take Jane, do you like vanilla coke I don't really want
1: to engage in this discussion I don't know um I do but
0: there's only I, one uh, answer
1: I, I do like vanilla coke I'm sorry what the
0: hell, bro yeah. What is good about vanilla Coke?
1: It's, uh, it's know, bad. All right, I'll, gi- I'll give you this. Nothing compares to the first time you tried. The first time I tried it was the best time. Um, since then, not as good. But you know,
0: you know, vanilla and Coke don't mix. If you have ice cream, if you have ice cream, Coke tastes worse. If you have marshmallows. Have you never, had, have you worse. never
1: had like a? Have you have you have you never had like a spider or like a? Actually, I don't know what they actually called. We used to call them spider. Where it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, ice cream, and then you know you pour like they're a. Soft fundamentally
0: spiders, they're fundamentally flawed.
1: Spiders. Fundamentally flawed. Yeah, because. What well, uh, so, well, well, what is that fundamental flaw?
0: Soft food, like creamy food and coke, don't mix. They just don't. But it just
1: it just works, and like you know, it look 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 at how work. Mac is, Look at how Mac have capitalized on it in 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 their in their in their, in their like a, the frozen drink, and then the ice cream on top. Like the harder an the
0: the heart it's of the food an Australian
1: delicacy, man.
0: The heart of the food, the better coke. Goes with it. That's just facts. That's just. Are going to eat
1: fucking rocks and coke? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I like All crackers, right. yeah.
0: Anyway, um.
1: Crackers and coke? Can I get fucking.
0: <sighs> Not crackers. I mean, crackers don't usually have flavor. Chips, I guess. That's what I meant. Um. But where we at? Um. Yeah, our answers, I believe. Our answers, yeah. What's your favorite rich villain, asshole, guy?
1: um well I will go into rich arsehole rather than rich villain um
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of got two my first one is Jay Gatsby from uh, The Great Gatsby and whether he I is an arsehole is probably debatable and that's why I have two because like he's definitely a questionable guy and his motives of trying to get Daisy back and like just his kind of vibe in general is a bit dodgy but um, drug
0: dealer it's how he makes his money what? is it? yeah Great Gatsby is Wait, Um, how do you think he makes his fortune? Just out of curiosity. Probably alcohol, no? Because it's prohibition? I think he's in the drugs industry. I think that's how it is. Is he? All right. Um, I'm 80%
1: sure. That severely um, (laughs) affects my perception of Jay Gatsby. He is no longer my favorite rich person. Um, That's why I have the backup of um, Charles Foster Kane from Citizen Kane. Um, and I think he definitely qualifies as, as an asshole. So,
0: oh wait, no, you were right. he bootlegging alcohol. You might be right about that. Yeah,
1: yeah, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't try and slander Gatsby in my in my presence. Mm.
0: That's prohibition. No. That's so weird that that happened.
1: Yeah, I know. I kind of like. Yeah, imagine banning alcohol. I mean, like, I guess it's kind of fair. Mm. Not fair, but like, you know, you can understand the reasoning. But,
0: yeah, like, so. but like, it didn't work right because there was all these schemes to like get it in so, like. It was like, yeah. it just increased crime, didn't it?
1: Well, yeah, and that's kind of, like, the, the, the modern argument as well. Like, you know, like, with, like, New Zealand banning, like, cigarettes, like, sales to, like, under 25s or whatever, like, it just opens up a massive new alley for, like, you know, off-market trades. You oh, yeah. Know, like, just cigarettes it's are just going to get, like,
0: yeah. What's the band so, under 25s? It, I think
1: it's it's whatever, like, the youngest generation is, like, it, like they banned it to, like, I can't remember what the age cutoff was, but like this generation can no longer buy. It. Like, I'm pretty sure we we wouldn't be able to buy it in cigarettes in New Zealand. But then, like, okay. you whatever the you are, and I think like that's the effort to make it like you know by the time the like we're seventy, no one's gonna be buying cigarettes, kind of thing is like the is like the intent. But like uh. I said, that should open up a whole new avenue of organized I mean,
0: crime. People say th- things seem to work, policies seem to work in New Zealand, though. You know, like they go by pretty quick. Like there was like that whole gun thing, that like just into like introduce, and then it was like pretty, you know, widespread, pretty successful. And then they've been pretty good with curve and stuff. Like, they seem pretty on top of things. Yeah,
1: but guns and cigarettes are two very different things. You know.
0: Yeah, true. But like I'm just they seem like they know what they're doing, New Zealand. Yeah. Maybe they will be successful.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it might work in New Zealand. You're probably right there, but like. You know, I don't think it's going to work in many other places around the world if that were to try and hmm. implement a similar policy. Like, can you imagine Australia trying to do that?
0: Like, there's mm, no fucking yeah,
1: chance. No, yeah, it
0: work. Anyway. Um, what's um, your favourite rich arsehole? <laughs> yeah, my favourite rich guy is, um, or girl, um, but my favourite rich arsehole is uh, Nathan in Ex Machina. I think he's cool. awesome. Really? I think he's great. Yeah, I just remember his, like, dance, you know? Mm. Oscar Isaac. That's Oscar Isaac. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, he's, like, my favorite part of that movie, I guess, of Ex Machina.
1: Yeah, I guess it's just wrapping up, you know, what's happening mm. next week, you know?
0: All right, so next week, uh, we get a poll winner. Unfortunately, Zach's Reign of Terror you know, has continued. Um, Isle of Dogs. Is what we've, we're doing. Isle of Dogs, the Terran. No, sorry. West Tarantino. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> the West Anderson movie. Very, very different. It was Tarantino. Yeah. Okay. Has Tarantino done an animated movie? I don't think so. Is there an animated
1: segment of Kill Bill?
0: Oh, they're the. Mod- they're... Or like a prequel type thing? Oh, there like is, like I a, think.
1: There's, yeah.
0: There's animated stuff in Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah. Of like the um, the origin story of like the uh of, the lady the, uh, the yeah samurai Lucy Liu's character yeah, yeah. Lucy Liu Lucy Liu Leo. Liu
1: Leo. Leo. Leo.
0: Leo. yeah Liu Leo. but yeah we're doing, we're doing that and also Isle of dogs not, not not Kill Bill yeah yeah not Kill Bill unfortunately all the dogs um and the question is what is your favorite movie that involves dogs. Dog-centric like, centric film. Dog-centric. So. To an acceptable, you know, extent. They can't be like one dog in the background. It's like, that's not a dog movie, bro. Like,
1: Bolt is a fair answer and it should be everyone's answer.
0: Yeah, let's just make that the mandatory, you know, mm. answer. You can only have one answer. Is that, where, yeah? where, where can you watch Isle of Dogs? Oh, Isle of Dogs? Yeah. Oh, don't say Disney Plus because I don't have <laughs> Disney Plus anymore. Oh, it's Disney Plus and Foxtel. Okay. Right. Um, I think I'm going to struggle for Alien 4 because I think that's also just Disney. Oh, that's Foxtel. As well. Ah, Foxtel. Why well, you say, cause, yeah,
1: because cause Foxtel is Fox. And, yeah, and yeah. It's 20th Century Fox, so there's going to be quite a bit of crossover in those products.
0: Yeah, but I feel like there's not always, like, there's some stuff there that isn't there, you know. I think in general it should be. Yeah, I mean, but, like, like not everything, everything on Disney Plus is on Foxtel, right?
1: No, but like all the all the all the Fox like all the like the 20th century the Fox, Fox yeah. catalog that they bought is gonna be there. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's well, it. That's it boys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to uh the second Jaden and uh Jaden and Liam episode, probably the worst one of the two, you know.
1: No, I reckon I reckon it was probably better than Midnight in Paris.
0: You reckon? Wasn't that know. a good episode? Wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. This I one like was more the... chill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it flowed a bit easier. I think the discussion was probably of better quality in Midnight in Paris, but like I feel like this one's just, you know.
0: We've grown to um Yeah, deal with each other more of the last year.
1: Holy shit, it was Midnight in Paris like almost a year exactly ago?
0: Oh probably. It was probably more than a year at this point. Midnight in Paris. Nine months, alright. I, I really months? got my time wrong. Okay. Yeah. Pregnancy, okay. Yeah. That's all good. All right, we well, carry the baby to term. Yeah. Maybe we'll do this every, like, nine months. That'd be, that'd be cool. Um, she just whenever Zach fucks off. Maybe that's what's happening. He's having a baby every night. Okay. Anyway, mm. um, <laughs> thanks for listening to 102, and goodbye.